0: We're back from the weekend on Locked On Coyotes. We talk about game day for Arizona. It's the Arizona Coyotes versus the Calgary Flames in their penultimate game of the long, long road trip. We're going to get to everything you need to know on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes.
1: Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team Every day.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio, that's Carl Pavlock. Right beside me on today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on platforms, including on YouTube. We got a great show for you guys on today's episode. Had a couple of days off. You know, I think we, I think uh, both Carl and I needed some rest after a bit of a week that we've had in the uh, um, in the last week. You know, that city council meeting kind of was lengthy and Drained a lot of energy out of me because the council meetings do that. Um, yes, they do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, glad to be back to uh, get to another Arizona Coyotes game day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun one. The Coyotes have been losing in very disappointing ways. Uh, it's uh, it's been real frustrating to watch, especially because they've been competent in so many other ways, like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird, there's like, there's always something with this team. Oh, always something, right?
0: Um, but I think there's, you know, some of the things too, like, like you said, they look confident, they look, you know, like they know what the, you know, like they're just kind of getting a groove on that sense. And here's another thing, right? They have played 12 games in, in on the road in a row. Yes, they came home a couple of times for practice, but they've played so many games on the road like that's
1: just tiring right yeah yeah i mean we very rarely see road trips like this uh especially so early in the season uh i cannot imagine that it has been fun for the guys uh i'm sure everyone like it's just like i want this to to end i need a homestand uh just even though, like like you said, they've gone home. They've practiced. There's been like days off where they can do that. But it's still just a very rough time. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: But, you know, the, the, like I mentioned, they've played 12 home games in a row. They are on a 14-game road trip, which means only two more road games to go before they return home uh, for their um, uh, you know, first home game in a long time. They just got the Calgary Flames tonight and the Edmonton Oilers in a couple days on Wednesday. And then it's back home on Friday. We're so close. Think about that. Friday is when they finally
1: come home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I wonder like the the player locker room annex thing has gotta be done by now. 100 percent
0: right? 100%, 100% be done by then. I think it should already yeah. be done. Um yeah. it, it should already I think that's and then because of that, um, the Mountain America Ice Plex, um is available. It's open to the public. Nice. The pub gate is is available yet because I think they do a lot of they have a lot of other things planned inside the rink. But uh, but yeah, community the ice center there is. wants to check it out? Um, I had kind of been meaning. Because I play hockey, might as well see if they have
1: stick time or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely it's nice that we're getting more ice in Arizona. That's always a good thing. Um, the uh, one of the major complaints that the media had. Was regarding the the lack of player locker rooms. We all remember those photos. Yeah, the players seem to be like really good about it and being like, "Hey, it, it is care. what it is." Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, they didn't care yeah. for the time being. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's a lot of things on that. I think, and that boy other things too regarding that is um. You know, just see how, like, the, you know, like now that 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 area is going to be open, the locker room is going to be there. I'm gonna, I, I do want to touch on this real quick, and I know we have a game preview to talk about, but we still have a lot of time for that. Sure. You know, just to think about now that that center is being available, the TED is also going to have a community center. If you think about, you know, how you know the area here in the East Valley. Um, and I'll include even Arcadia area as like because like it is east of downtown Phoenix. I guess yeah. um, like how many ice rinks there are available? Like there's like people think there's not enough ice. There's Scottsdale ice Den, Scottsdale, um, Mountain America Ice Community Iceplex. Currently still Oceanside until they decide what to do with it. I think it's getting getting torn down. The one in Ted, if it sh- should that should the vote- voters uh, approve of it and everything, Iced and Chandler, uh, Coyotes Community Ice and Mesa, Ice and Gilbert, I mean, not, I said AZ Ice Gilbert and AZ Ice Arcadia, like all of that in a relative decent distance away from each other, like it's everything's so close, like, Yeah.
1: I mean, the the ice is definitely on the East Valley side. Uh, if you had to go and name all the West Valley ice cheats, there's uh, one. There's one yeah. in the West Valley. Yeah, uh, and, th- and that just speaks to a lot of what people were talking about and why the move to Tempe is necessary and why there is the a better chance that's going to be successful because you know it's where the people are it's where the hockey fans are like hockey is bigger in the east valley than it is in the west valley for a variety of reasons like uh if you ever want to get into the minutia of city planning it gets really fascinating but you do tend to see like these kind of things arise and you know it's nice that people who live in the east valley are going to have so many options and let's be real like i when I was in college for my first two years, I lived in Glendale um, at ASU West. We drove to Tempe all the time. It's a very easy drive to get to Tempe from from there. It's not a problem at all. So it is very much in the East Valley, but people in the West Valley can enjoy it as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like that's what I love about you know that area. Everything is so accessible. Yeah. Um, that's why hockey works in this area, people.
1: Yeah. Although I will say, like, every time I have to drive to Scottsdale for the ice den, it's just like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. It's that's such the a... only one that's out,
0: like, obviously, other than Easy uh, Ice Peoria, Scottsdale yeah. is the only one that's kind of, like, out of the way. Gilbert is, like, kind of, but it's still there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Arcadia is pretty central. Um, I often find myself uh, just in that area doing a variety of things. So yeah, it's it's all very
0: kind of public skate at Arcadia a lot. So that's you find me. Um, But yeah, uh, but yeah, you know that's that that's the thing too. You know, like you know, kind of coinciding with the idea that you know the coyotes are coming home. You know that that um, that Mullet Arena's annex will finally be available. The Mountain America Ice Iceplex will, becomes available to the public, um, and you know people are just going to be enjoying Coyotes hockey for a while because now they have a decent chunk of road games out of the way. There's going to be a lot of home games coming up in a few months in like the next couple months. Like it's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean. Definitely a lot this month. Uh, that's kind of like the thing about a 14-game road trip. You're going to get a lot more home games in the final stretch uh, of the season. well, The final three quarters of the season are going to be more balanced for home games. So you're going to have plenty of chances to watch Coyotes hockey.
0: Absolutely. We're we going to get into the official preview as the Arizona Coyotes take on the Calgary Flames tonight. At around uh, 7 p.m., we're going to get to all that on today's episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. But first, I do want to let you guys know that I run a busy schedule, which means sometimes I admittedly don't have all the time I get for the daily nutrition and vitamins I need for the day, and that's why I'm able. I'm able. I'm glad I'm able to t- turn to AG1 from the footage It's your one-stop shop of more. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you get your day started right. Just one scoop of the special blend and you're on your way to improve your gut health, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly. What do you keto, pale, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Best of all, it costs you less than $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out. To make it easy, Athletic mm-hmm. Greens is giving you a one year supply of immune supporting. vitamin five packs with your food. Visit athleticgreens.com. Mm-hmm. Again, this is athleticgreens.com. And take it over your health, health. The ultimate daily nutrient insurance. I thank everyone once again for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen today. If you can't listen, be sure to check out Locked On Sports today. From the game that are most to the, the biggest stories. beyond the scoreboard and the scenes, local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available on the app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go ahead and now discuss the Arizona Coyotes versus Calgary Flames, Carl in the penultimate game of this road trip um we're, the coyotes and the flames are in interesting spots because we talked about the you know the coyotes being you know competent but also still just you know things aren't going their way you know they're not they're, we know they're not a um a good team the flames are, have been disappointing in a different way in the sense that a lot of you you know the flames were one of the top teams in the pacific division last year and they've fallen to eh, just mediocre
1: i mean that's kind of what happens when your best player walks in free agency and your second best player is like i don't want to be here long term uh mm-hmm. like uh, I, in doing research for for today's preview on Fat for Howling, um, I looked at a couple like Calgary Flames like off season reviews, and people were like you know what, it was bad, but we're kind of optimistic about this one, um, and that optimism seems to have been misplaced. Uh, the Pacific Division is weird, so who knows, but. Flames are currently fifth uh, behind the Oilers, which is fun because the Coyotes will play the sixth, the fifth, and the fourth-ranked team in the Pacific Division in a row, uh, provided this, there's not changes to the standings because Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. I mean, they also just played the... It's uh, not too long ago either. Yeah. Uh, it's it, It's definitely... I don't know, but the Coyotes definitely should not think that this is going to be an easy one. Because no, absolutely not. I think they're the Coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, they're the Coyotes,
0: one. And two, um, the Flames are the kind of team that will not underestimate them because they're still trying to battle their own battles.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they're in a position right now to underestimate anyone. Uh, if you are the the flames you sh- you need to be going into every game like this one we could lose it but, because you've lost quite a few. Uh, they're what 11, 10 and three not exactly a great record still uh, winning.
0: What I still think is, is crazy how you know you've come a long way from the beginning of the road trip where the coyotes were you know one of the good not't say good teams but they had a really, really good stretch. Right, for a couple games. Sure. Um, they looked really good, and then kind of things like you said, you know, didn't go their way. They're like, they look competent, but they just can't. They the t- talent compete. Um, and the you know just you just you know look at all that. Let's remember that this is a tanking team still technically. Um, that is going to try to uh, you know this year draft either Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli like like it's <laughs> um yeah. and that you know that's just the fact right you know because that's i mean to be honest i am kind of mentioned stuff like that at the Tempe City Council anyway he's like yeah right now we're on contracts and uh just and we're building through the draft i'm like you legit said this (laughs) at a city council meeting that you're picking bad contracts, like actually on on the record. Like, I love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's it. it, Everyone needs to have like a very clear idea of what the coyotes are doing. Um, and everyone seems to, it's fine. Uh, but I, I do think that it's important that they go into every game thinking that they're going to win. We always say it, uh, Players don't tank. GMs do. Uh, so, yeah. And after just so many mistakes in their last few games, they really need to clean it up. Like, they got another two too-many-men-on-the-ice calls uh, against the Vancouver Canucks, which we've talked about so many times this season. Like, do how long are we going to have to talk about too-many-men-on-the-ice? That is, seems like a problem that should be yeah. fixed.
0: As we talked about, you know, too many men on the ice, and of course, also delay of the game, are two penalties that really you should not be taking. Like there are just fundamental, just dumb penalties. There are uh, there there are situations where, have, like, I mean, all, all, no penalty is really a good penalty, but there are penalties that are you know like more, more worth taking. You know, like
1: a you know like a hooking an a- call, call when someone's on like a partial breakaway. Like yeah. Those kind of like, yeah, you had to do something to keep that person from scoring, like that that's fine. Uh, potentially, depending on your thoughts on the game, like some roughing calls can be fine uh, if exactly. you like the more physical aspects. but uh, and I will give a little bit of leeway for delay of game puck over the glass because you know it, things happen um. Delay of game, like, hand-on puck. Absolutely not. (laughs) Uh, The the face-off violation uh, where two people get tossed and you get a penalty? No. And too many men on the ice. Like, just what are you doing with those calls? And It's it's what we call the
0: bench minors. If you're getting assessed a bench minor, you're making dumb. You're doing dumb. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and it'd be, like, one thing if if they got, like, one bench minor. Let, let's say, like, the off, the... Like one bench minor, like, a month, right? Yeah. But you're doing it, like you said, like, what, two, right? You said two? Like, yeah. There's, there was once, um, and both times, I believe, led to a Vancouver goal. Or, yeah. no, maybe the first one didn't. Uh, I forget, because they had... Eight penalties uh, against the Vancouver Canucks. Just just insane.
0: Yeah, it is It is definitely. And so, like, those kind of things, you just, yeah, you can't make those dumb things. Uh, and the Coyotes, unfortunately, do, do that all the time. They make too many dumb penalties. Um, I mean, they just take too many penalties, if we're being real, still. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that kills any momentum that they can potentially try to generate. And it creates problem that way. They just you just can't do that.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what it is if they're just like if they're not ready for the push after they score a goal, if they're just getting outplayed, they need or if it's you know the long road trip is finally getting to them and they need some time at home. Like it could be anything. It could be everything. Uh, I just uh, I'm sure we're gonna have to watch it for for the rest of the season
0: yeah we'll definitely have to watch it for the rest of the season like it but we'll like i'm i'm sure we'll see a lot of you know difference in these last two games of the road trip maybe there can be like a spark of like hey you know like let's try to end this road trip on a good note and come back home with momentum so we can so we can have a good game against the Boston Bruins Friday yep
1: that's the hope right Absolutely, the hope. Uh, Just finish strong. I know it's been a struggle lately. Absolutely. Well,
0: we're going to be talking about this pre-Arizona Coyotes' The Cowboy Flames. We're going to uh, get to our Bet Online picks of the game. We're going to take a look at some more keys to the game as well as players to watch out for. All that and more on this episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. But first,
1: today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline. And if you love sports podcasts, of course you do. You're listening to one. You can get those on BetOnline as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts.
0: I once again want to give a reminder to people to go ahead and check out for your second listen locked on sports today. You know, they definitely go beyond the scoreboard, behind the scenes. There's a lot of different news that local only local experts that locked on can provide. Once again, Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. But let's go ahead and preview um, you know the other things for the Arizona Coyotes versus the Calgary Flames as we take a look at. Before we get into a bet online, picks the game, though, let's go ahead and go to um, Keys. I mean, we kind of already talked about the biggest one in penalties. Um, penalties. What other two keys would you say are important for the Coyotes to focus on to
1: try to beat Calgary? Five-on-five um, five play, um, which I think they've been pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Um, the power play is not kick-clicking right now. Guy generate that offense five-on-five. Five. Um, and, of course, goaltending. Um, Vemelka has been keeping his team in games um, that they have no business being as close as they are. Uh, but... Yeah, I would say those two. That definitely makes sense. Uh, I think those
0: two are um, pretty solid keys. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones I had in my head. I think those are probably the best to uh, to assess. I think that's really much you can do. And, and I guess the only other thing is um, yeah, start off good, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like. I think you know, you've seen situations in which, like, still they have good starts and they're still able to bounce, you know, to kind of catch back up. But I still want to see a complete game.
1: Yeah. It'd be maybe we'll get another Christian Fisher goal to start us off.
0: <laughs> another Christian. I would, I would love to see a Christian Fisher goal. Oh my God. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, But on that note, who, who is a player? that you want to watch out for?
1: Ooh. Nick Bukestad continues to impress me. Um, and he seems like he has a good chance of being like the dark horse player of the game every single night. Uh, kind of like how Nick Ritchie was at the end of last year. That's Nick Bukestad this year.
0: Oh, Nick Bukestad has been amazing, right? Like, I think ever since the dad's trip, he's just been, like, a lot more highlighted. Like, he still played well beforehand, right? He has a really good, like, even if he's not generating points, he has a really good presence on the ice.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. He has just been a, a phenomenal pickup um, and playing really well. And I'm curious to see if he can keep it up.
0: Yeah, we'll, um, so, so I'll definitely agree. Go- with you, let's take let's keep an eye out on on uh, Nick Bukestad in tonight's game. But that brings us to our, our bet online pick of the game as we take a look at bet online and the odds provided by them, and get gives you our thoughts on how we think this game. are we going to bet against the spread or not? We'll find out as we take a look right now. As the Arizona Coyotes are point and a half underdogs at plus one hundred, we flame our. Bay-3.9 nine plus 285 if you bet on the Arizona Coyotes set at
1: 6. I would say bet the over. Um, the Flames have had a couple of really good games lately uh, against the Washington Capitals and the Florida Panthers where they won, I believe it was... Five two five one, um, and the Coyotes have been good for at least two goals of the game. So, to me, that seems like we're looking at six two Flames. Six two Flames. Yeah, I don't
0: think I think that is probably the biggest margin you've predicted so far this season Uh,
1: yeah against the flames a team that i do not think are very good um so that's fun uh i think that the the coyotes have just been making too many mistakes the flames are a team that needs a win um like i said they've won against good teams i think they could win against the coyotes yeah yeah
0: i'm I'm gonna slightly disagree with you on the sense that you know I think coyotes have them um, as I kind of mentioned earlier. You know to kind of drive up, up into this road trip and yeah you know I'd probably against the grant because yeah usually they're really really tight and that's their worst. Um, but I don't we've really really road trip on kind of turns. Things gets st- at this point. You know. I'm going to say this game is closer. I'm not predicting the Arizona priorities to win because, the honestly, that's kind of dumb of me to do so. Uh, um, I'm going to say, I do. I am with you. This, this game is going to be I think that the countries I cover, cover the spread. I'm going to um, go ahead. To A- a 4 to 3 Calgary Flames win.
1: 4 to 3. Uh I mean the the have been keeping games tight. Um other than like the Los Angeles game kind of got away from them. So I could see that. I could definitely see the 4 to 3. Um my 6 to 2 is definitely a predicting a very good Calgary Flames team, which like I said I don't even really believe is a thing. So uh, I, I, I'm curious to see which of us is closer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think this is the only this is the time in a while we've actually had a lot of different, differing opinions, but I think where it's like, like slightly the same, but also like different final outcomes, like completely final. Outcomes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. V- very rarely are we so so far off from each other um which you know it, it's interesting uh it kind of at this stage it's tough to know what to think about the team uh which one of the coyotes are gonna show up tonight who knows um just it'll be uh it'll be a good one to watch it's, it's another seven o'clock one as opposed to those horrible 8 30 games
0: oh absolutely that's before we
1: close things up? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I just want to say Jacob Chikrin has been playing really well. Uh, definitely up in that trade value. Uh, I'm sure half the scouts in the league are watching him, so you should be as well. Uh, so that's def- definitely another pay- thing to pay. To do. I love Chikrin.
0: um And I hope the best for him, whatever happens. I hope you've just value enough to uh, get to a good team. Same. Anyway, it's going to be this episode of Unlocked on Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to be already. We are available everywhere. You should podcast, including YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on face.com slash locked on coyotes. On Instagram, at locked on on hiatus and on Twitter at L.O.O. interact question, you might have, I might answer right back. An episode of the lock on Coyotes podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. Today's episode. Hope you're staying there. Hope you're staying healthy.